welcome to What A Waste Podcast, where we waste an hour of your time so you don't have to. I'm Dave. I'm Naomi. And I'm Brian. We're here to waste an hour of your time because you decided to do this to yourself. You saw the title and you still clicked. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> How? No, I'm joking. <laughs> but welcome, you guys, to What A Waste. We're, um, this is episode eight, is it? Yes. Yes. And episode eight, the topic for today, Dave, uh, can you give it to us? It is drumroll. Yes, it is. Biggest fears. Are you sure? No, subconscious trying to tell us. You're like, actually, it's this one. All right. That's an idea for next time. That's an idea for next time. Yes. But yeah, for today, we're going to be doing our worst, biggest fears, or I guess worst fears. Yeah, just fears in general. Yeah. Our spooky month. Because yep, it's finally Halloween. One time you speak, listen to this, it's going to be like 10 days. Oh, yeah, for sure. 10 days before. But do you guys like remember, like when you guys were kids, were you like ever scared of like weird shit? Like, no. example. When I was a kid, okay, so when I was a kid, I used to be like kind of scared of like toys that I had. Because uh-huh. of, like, the noises they would make. They'd really be, like, too loud or too weird sounding. I don't know if you guys ever heard it, but there used to be this toy that I had that was, like, in the shape of an apple, and it just had a bunch of letters on it. Yeah. And it would you would click on it, and it would say the letter and then, like, the picture that it was associated with. Oh. And I hated that fucking thing because it sounded <laughs> so scary. Oh. And the worst part, I still remember as a kid, like, this is, this is in my memory, vividly. Yeah. Of me walking into my bedroom, hearing it go off, and me running out of there. Oh, sorry. Any toy that makes any sound, like speaking wise, like when you're not touching it. Yeah. No. No. Never. That's why my biggest fear is freaking paranormal activities. Oh, your biggest fear is paranormal. Yes, and then what just happened earlier? I never liked it that. Yeah. Oh, true. That's true. why I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For um, some context, if you guys don't know. We were recording the last episode, and there was a and there was something in the room. There was something That's behind great. me. Something behind Dave. Oh my God, Dave! Watch out! <laughs> what? My back was tickling. No, it really? was being tickled. Are you sure? No, I'm. I'm joking. It's a joke. I, I'm being tickled, Brian. No, <laughs> are you? It's being the tic- tickler. <laughs> the tickler. No, I'm not. I, I was. I was, he was he was just joking. Yeah. But, like, uh, was that, like, always something that you were afraid of, though? Or was that, like, something that, like... That stemmed recent? from a trauma. Like, when, like when, did the, when did you start being afraid of the paranormal? Yeah. No, I, I've been afraid my whole life. Mm. You don't remember when? I, I don't know. Probably when I started when I was younger. Because most people say your imaginary friends are spirits. Really? Yeah. Oh, you had a lot of imaginary friends. No, I never had a lot of, a lot of imaginary friends. Yeah. It's just that... The idea of imaginary friends? I, no, I, like most spirits. Like, well, um, when I was younger, I didn't, people thought I was afraid of the dark, but I wasn't. It was just a. Um, what's in the dark? What's. Yeah, the. Of, like the fear of the unknown. Yeah, I feel like that. I feel like that's a very, very big but fear. But I, when I was living living in my family's house, you already know where I live. Um, where uh-huh. my house was. I used to live in the basement, like now. Um, it was pitch black. There was not so much windows and lights that went into it. Horrifying. Um, I wasn't afraid of it because I had the layout memorized. Mm-hmm. It's just that I felt someone was standing there in front of my room. Yeah. And then I felt so, because how my room was laid out, it was like, you have my room, the door is directly in the middle, you have the two windows in the back, there's like the small windows from the basement, and it goes directly to the living room, and you can see it across the living room. Towards like the kitchen and everything, um, I thought someone was in the living room staring at me, mm-hmm. and then my parents thought I was just afraid of the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so we of course we put night lights and stuff like that. I felt a little bit better, but at the same time, I felt someone was still there, mm. which leads to like the thing that leads to that today that I'm so afraid of like the unknown of like. The paranormal activities. Are yeah. you scared of like paranormal movies? Like, can you watch okay, those? I can watch it, but just your personal personal experiencing it, you just absolutely hate it. Absolutely hate it. Yeah, because if I'm watching a movie, I know it's a movie, and I know it's makeup with special effects yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But if it's in real life, I absolutely hate it. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it um, makes perfect sense, honestly. Yeah. Because everybody knows me for horror movies, but at the same time, um, you're not a, you're not a big fan of actual horror. <laughs> actual horror. <laughs> yeah. Like, who, who wants to be traumatized to freaking Chucky the doll or the Annabelle or the freaking... That's facts. Insidious. No. If, name me one uh, person out there. Name me, like, if you're... Okay, how do I explain this? If you're a person out there, a big fan of horror movies and stuff like that, and you'll be like, I'm not afraid of them. Next, you know, you'll be the first one screaming and running for your life when you see a freaking killer clown or you freaking see um Chucky the doll or Annabelle or someone in your mirror. Sure. So don't come out and do saying that I'm afraid of being um be a little sussy, sussy or so. <laughs> of like a movie. Yeah. yeah. I feel I get what you mean. I feel yeah. like it's like a lot of people are like okay with movies, but then it's like it's the idea of it being because it's like for a lot of people they're okay with horror movies because they they don't see it as like oh god, what if the thing is there? Yeah, it's like they they're able to make that separation. Yeah. No, and it's always like a third party viewer you can see like the other outcomes um the person in like in that horror like scene yeah you're just like why didn't you go there well like if you're in that situation you're not thinking that yeah like you you could think like oh if chucky was real or like you know just a possessed doll you just kick it (laughs) but like tell me not if like if you're like home alone and you see like uh a moving doll a moving doll you're gonna blank out you're not gonna kick the shit i mean unless that's your defense mechanism yeah it's butterflight yeah, fight or flight. But yeah, how Honestly, about when you were a kid, though? anything happened to that movie like that, I am dead serious. I'd rather... My only <laughs> option is, like, I'd rather just die up there and down. <laughs> oh, my God. No, on God. Like, people are always just like, what would you do if you're in this situation? And it's like, if I was in that situation, I would kill myself. I'm not going to deal with it. I, if Honestly, it's like I already have the idea of just like, well, I'm not going to survive this. And even if I do survive, this is traumatizing. It's and I don't want to live with the memory. Yeah. Exactly. I think I'll just do it myself and die. <laughs> I'll just get to me first. I think I'll do it myself. Yeah. We're not promoting to kill yourself. Oh, we're not saying kill yourself. We're not like, if you're afraid of something, don't we're saying it. that if in like a, for example, the Jigsaw movies, just die. Honestly, just like honestly, if I was in a situation where Jigsaw's just like, you have one hour to get out of the situation, or you'll never leave. I'm I'll, gonna take a nap. I would have so I would have sat there and it's just like, I'm not gonna sit here wait, and wait for the whole. I'm gonna take the L now. Yeah, Jigsaw was one play game. No, Jigsaw is the puppet. Yeah, the puppet. The, I want to play a game. Want to play a game? Yeah, well, the one with the mask with the freaking circles. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I freaking hate him. And at the same time, I'm watching this TikToker that explains every single one of his traps. Oh, and it's yeah. not easy. Yeah, a well, lot of them is like, well, not easy in a sense of just like easy to do, but some of them can kind of like be summed up of just like it really depends on like the person. If yeah, if you're acting smart, but at the same time, the poison's one. Spoilers if you haven't watched the movie. That one with the razor box was a little like, couldn't she? Because literally, from like looking at it in the movie, it looked like she stuck her hand in, but she couldn't take it out. I still remember watching it and thinking to myself, can't you just like use your other hand and try and lift one of the razor blades or multiple razor blades to like take your hand out slowly? Yes, exactly. Like that was that was a thought that I had. No, yeah, exactly. To she explained that it's like put one hand in. It's just that don't push your hand down. Take your hand out. It's just. You can keep pushing it in. You just can't grab take it out. Yeah, but it's the same situation with like the ghost. So it's like, well, obviously there's someone explaining it to yeah. you how to do it. They're like, uh, you need like a calm, stable mind to be able to actually like to look at it all it. and be like, let's look at the outcome. So yeah. it's probably exactly. the same thing. So I would just rather if something happened, God forbid that something has to happen to me. Right now, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of like situations in that, like the, in like the Saw movies where I'm just like, I would simply pass away. Yeah. I would simply be like, you know what? I don't think I want to. Yeah. Like, in the, in like for example, like, because the big thing about Jigsaw is that you have to, like, it's, you have to essentially f- either do something bad or feel like your life sucks for Jigsaw to, like, kidnap you and be like, okay, so I don't think you appreciate life enough. I'm going to essentially threaten your life. That so was you the pre- premise? That was the premise oh. of the, all the movies. Because I was doing the same thing, too, on TikTok. So I ended up, like, going down a rabbit hole of, like, all the traps just, like, finding out how they like how they worked because it was like it's some they, they get kind of creative yeah i'm not gonna lie i think one of them was like i think the one that scared me the most was the was the angel wings where essentially it's this your ribs are or like your ribs are essentially attached to this machine and you need to try and stop it and if you don't this machine essentially rips your ribs out of you and like it opens up like a pair of angel wings or something like that oh that to me was awful <laughs> 
I have so a scary. vague memory of, I don't know how many movies there are, but I have a vague memory where, like, it's, it's similar to that, but every time you breathe, you're getting more crushed. Yeah. And ever since that scene, I've just always practiced, like, um, holding my breath. I do know that there's one where it's, like, you need to reach your hand inside of, like, a jar of acid and take a key out. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's, like, but it's just, like, the big thing about it is that you're in a lot of pain. Yeah. And it's, like, it's one of those where it's just, like, I'm just gonna, how fast can you just kind of, <laughs> yeah. like people are slowly to, putting their hand in like, there was the one with like the it's like the key that you need to take out is actually behind your eye and you need to cut your eye out oh have fun cutting your eye out that's like a thing yeah that's like one of them i know one of them is like the, um this lady had to jump into the big box of needles yes and then she has bare skin freaking put, wrap around your for, for, uh, flesh and your skin and then what just pull, the idea is that she the, she jumped in to get this key that's in a box of like f- um exposed needles. Oh no, that one was like it was like some dude who pushed her in there. She didn't push. She jumped. No, no, no. Because I remember I no because this was like one of them that I searched up. It was the one where they had to essentially find a key to get like the antidote for whatever like poison was in the air or something like that. Yeah. And I remember like because I remember I was reading through the Wikipedia and it's like it was supposed to be for this guy. And he ended up pushing her in there. Then she got the key, was supposed to give, give the key to him, but he essentially, like, was too late and he couldn't get it out and he got mad or something. Oh. Like, I read I read that, like, on the Wikipedia, like, plot-wise. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it looks like she jumped because they can't actually push her in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, um, like, as far as I know, it was, like, it was, like, that kind of situation. But even then, it's just, like, girl, borrow a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> sweater weather. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Okay, we're getting, we're going on a tangent. Yeah. We're talking about fears. Okay. But, like, what about, Brian, when you were a kid, like, what kind of, did you guys ever have, like, your fears, weird fears as a kid, like, like, um, like fears that oh. you had where it's, like, it was kind of, like, like, it was just, like, it was weird stuff. Like, I remember there were some kids who were, for example, afraid of, like, the animatronic at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that kind of stuff. Sometimes the big, like, um, Chuck E. Cheese in costumes. I remember as a kid, a lot of people, a lot of kids were afraid of Santa Claus, even though they loved the <laughs> idea of Santa Claus. Yeah. Then he would, like, appear at the party, and then they'd be, like, ah, no, <laughs> get him away. Oh, my God. Um, when I was younger, I had a big fear of birds. Because I had this one very, like, lucid dream of I was in a field. And I was in a field and um, in front of me was just, like, millions of tiny baby chicks. And I remember my dream was me running through the fields and I'm stepping on these chicks. Mm -hmm. And it was just so vivid. And in my head, I just had a fear of things that were very easily, um, like, hurt. Yeah, things that are easily hurt. And in my head, whenever I looked at a bird, I just I just kept thinking of that dream when I was younger, or any kind of like just like animal, and I just think ill. Like I don't like the dove that I did in film. <laughs> just, just like it just it, that appeared in my head. And I just like I don't like the idea that like I could just break it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like the. I guess I can I can see that because I remember as a kid, um, it was so weird. I essentially made myself develop a a fear of like holes in the skin and it's not trypophobia don't think it's trypophobia trypophobia is a fear of small holes in a in like a compressed space that's not what i was afraid of i was afraid of a big like a big wound for example just for example in your arm yeah the length of like your forearm just essentially a big old hole in there with nothing in it specifically the fact that there would be nothing in it was what bothered me the most. Yeah. If there's, like, meat or tendons, obviously I'll get, like, a nose itch because it, like, bothers me to look at it and I'm squeamish. Yeah. But the idea of it being completely empty and just staying open in, like, open air, I guess is one way to put it, is yeah. what bothered me the most when I was a kid. And I never understood why. Yeah. Because you would think it's like, oh, maybe you're afraid of something getting in there, like a bug or something, because that's, like, gross and ill. And, like, it getting stuck in your, like, essentially getting under your skin. Yeah. But I never had a dream where there was a bug there. I think I had a, once I had a dream where a bug appeared, but it never even went in there in the first place. Yeah. It was just like, it was like stuff on like my nails, like stuff on like my hand, not on my hands, on like my forearm, sometimes on my legs, of just like a big empty hole in my skin. And first, like, like full on like dug out, like no bones, no meat, no nothing, just empty. Yeah. For some reason, I was always, I had like a dream like that once and it was scary to me and I was like genuinely afraid and I didn't know what to do. And now I have a fear of shit like that. 
Really? And I, yeah. It's like, it's not like a, a horrible fear, like I have a full-on phobia and it's yeah. like, I'll have a panic attack. But I remember this one time when I was in phys, um, physiology class, like in high school, it was a surgery. And the surgery, I don't know what kind of surgery it was, because I remember looking at the screen and it was exactly what I was afraid of. It was a large hole that was cut into this patient. I don't know if you could see the bone or not, but it was dark in there too, to add oh. on to it, because it was pretty deep. And it was just this big just empty hole just sitting there that they were going to operate on. And I remember looking at it and turning back around. And I think it was like on the leg. And I think I remember like rubbing my, like essentially it was yeah. on a part of the body. And I remember rubbing that part of my body being like, oh, gross, 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 gross. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't want to look at it. And it's like, I never understood why. Mm-hmm. Never understood why. It just bothers me. It's like, it's the same thing with cuts. Yeah. Like, small cuts that are, like, empty like that, that there's, like, no blood in it. I'd much rather be bleeding than not bleeding because the idea of looking at it and having it just kind of be empty bothers me way too much. Yeah. Because I guess it's, I think it's not even the idea of something going in there, but the fear of, like, what if something goes in there, though? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was so weird. Is that the only fear you have? I mean, I'm a, I mean, I'm afraid of the dark. (laughs) You know, the classics. The classics. I'm very afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of falling. You have a fear of, like, falling or, like, a fear of heights? Yeah. Afraid of falling. There's a difference between afraid of heights and falling. Do you Ah. have, do you you hate that gut feeling? Or is it just, or is it just, like, the motion of, like, falling? The gut feeling. Okay, yeah. Because, like, I could, like, let's say, um... Say you trip. No, when I trip, I don't really care. I don't really care. Like, going down a roller coaster? Like, let's say... You're from a height, and then, like, I could look directly down. I don't really care. I don't oh, see that. Oh, but is it, like, the process of leaning? The process of, like, leaning, and you're about to uh, fall. Oh. Yeah, I get you, I get you. But you're, when you're a great amount of height off the ground. So yeah. you wouldn't go on, like, so let's say, um... Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror that, like, that, uh... That they, essentially is, like, an elevator going up, and then it yeah, just drops here. No, 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 not that. No, yeah, pro- yeah, that, and, um... That one where it's a big tower and you're in swings and it like circles you around to oh, the very yeah. top. Oh, that one? I don't freaking care. What about that one ride where it's like, it's the same thing as like Tower of Terror, but like your feet are like off the edge and uh, it just goes up. Yeah. Like very slowly and then it, it just starts dropping. I went on a swing ride with you on your birthday. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it's just like a really specific thing for you. I don't know, it's a specific thing, because, like, um, I don't know, because at the same time, I know with the two rides, I've been on yeah. the two rides, um, mm. it's just that I'm, at both times, I'm looking up, uh. I'm not looking directly down, I'm about to feel like, oh. <laughs> So it's like, the, it's, is yeah. it like the, like, the visual of, like, falling down and, like, getting hurt, stuff like that? Yes, because I know uh. by default, I know something's gonna happen because they're all rides, but at the same time, as of now, it's, um, like, in my mind, I'm like, if this ride is still here, so it's probably okay. Yeah. It's not broken. So I'm probably it's probably gonna slow down when they load up. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so. so you have like a rational thought of just like it's not like I'm gonna die. Because you're like secured in like a thing. Yeah. The only thing that um you have like that one percent of like the thing being loose and stuff. Every once in a while it'll just break <laughs> God forbid. Yeah. But yeah, I get I get what you mean. Was it like something that developed it? Like did something like where did it come from? Or is it just, like, a thing? It's just a thing. Oh. I don't know. I always thought, like, how weird is that? That sometimes you'll just have a fear of something. Like, sometimes you'll just have a fear. I mean, and that, like that happens, right? Wouldn't it be the same thing as, like, you don't like a food or you don't like a smell? Yeah, but sometimes, I guess so. sometimes yeah, of course you don't. Uh, no, but, like, things usually, happen. And then yeah. if something happened because of something, it's more traumatizing. Yeah, maybe That's you don't true. remember the memory. That's true. You could have been just you like a real small it. That's that's fair. That's yeah. completely fair. But yeah, how yeah. about like more? Well, well, that's like fears that we've like always had. Do you have like any like other fears that you guys have? No, that's only two for me. Oh, really? um, I have two biggest fears. One would be my like there is a okay. So one I have. Um, I think there's like another is word that for great it. Point? Uh-huh. The grapes? grape one? Grapes. grapes. Oh, well, we'll go away. Okay, there, there's different, like, tiers of fears. Um, There's, like, phobias or just, like, you know, thing fears that you have that are unexplainable. Okay, and then so there's like just, like... Tier one, tier two, tier three. And then, like, the bottom one would be, like, things you don't do because maybe you're a little superstitious. Or things, just things that you just don't do. Not that you're afraid of it, but just, like, you just 
Mm-hmm. There's like a we'll we'll talk about that. But um, no, I have a phobia of moths. Like I know that one. I can't. That I like... can't. Like I, I, it's really. I'm not gonna like start crying if I look at an image, but I do like feel. You know that feeling when like you're looking at a bug and then like you think you feel it on your foot or something. Oh, like that uncomfy feeling. Yeah, like it's a... so uncomfortable. Um, I don't think I've ever had a traumatic experience with moths. All I know is that I've had a lot of bad memories with moths and maybe that could have all tied in one thing all i know is that um in my old house uh it was a perfect season for like moths to be like to come in because um i had like a lot of like fur material and just i don't know i had this one bean bag and i remember this one time out of the many memories that um which i already had the fear before it's just it's the one of the things that just came into my head um whenever i think about it and i sit down on my bean bag and uh, a moth flies out Ooh. and I get so scared and I'm like I'm, I'm crying and I'm telling my mom to come get it and she goes get it she she gets rid of it fine and then I sit back right down on my beanbag and then like two other ones fly out and like I'm already crying so I just start screaming um so I absolutely hate moths um <laughs> like I'm not bothered by those fuzzy ones I mean I really don't like them anyways but I'm not bothered by the fuzzy ones it's the it's the uh more um insecty looking ones the insect looking ones where they're like a brown or like they're like a really uh dark tones of like green or just the ones that are very house-like yeah those giant ones that those have common like, ones that kind of look a little more i guess fleshy they look more like a butterfly yeah they're like they have like that circle design on their wings they're not fuzzy they're very insect and the thing is i don't even have a fear of, of butterflies but the problem is is that um in my head, there's things that, like, there's butterflies that look like moths yeah. that exist. And, and there sometimes I even mistake flies for moths. So I have that big phobia of moths. I don't like them at all. Um, but it was very funny when, like, that whole moth meme came out. It was just yeah. very horrible. Um, and that's one of, that's that's a phobia I have. But one of my more irrational fears are, um, I'm, I'm not really afraid of ghosts or things like that. I'm afraid of realistic scenarios especially house invasions mm-hmm. i hate house invasions oh my god i, I really hate those. i hate like i'm so afraid every movie has executed it so perfectly like this this family and then like a bunch of people in masks come in and they just like kill the whole family family and that's it that's the movie the most the really uh, like the most 3d that i got scared of was the movie hush with the death oh, lady the death woman freaking and she then, can't hear, and then, like, the guy, like, comes in. In a mask, and he's a mask. Just, just making so much noise, and then she can't hear anything. She can't hear anything. Oh, and shit. I, I want to see more of that in movies. Like, this is a whole side tangent, but, like, I want to see dis- people with disabilities, or maybe that sounds offensive, but people, um... People with... The, yeah, yeah people with disabilities. Let's just say And essentially yeah. something happens where yeah, like, they have this disability and them going through it. Yeah, like, I want to see what someone in a wheelchair would be like in a serial killer chase. Or like, Honestly, what, that's kind of fair. Like I, I feel like there's a lot of, like, movies... I feel like there's a lot of people who can agree that, like, representation in movies is, like, a very big thing. But I also feel, like, more normalized. Yeah. Where it's, like, it's not necessarily... Like, the butt of the story isn't, oh, but they're in a wheelchair. But more along the lines of, like, this character and essentially trying to see, like, what are what are they going to do? Because you don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't really... You can't imagine yourself in that kind of situation because you're not in it. Yeah, that's why Hush, when I, when I read that it was a deaf woman in this scenario of a house invasion, it was like, oh my God. Like, what's going to happen? Gonna it's happen? like there's, you have no clue. Yeah, it's, it's unpredictable. But yeah, yeah, house invasions have always been such a phobia of mine. I don't like the idea of uh, camping or like being in a cabin. I just don't like it. I always feel like um, I'm going to die. I yeah. feel like something's going to happen to me. Have you guys ever seen um, this one clay animation? It was like Simpson, um, where it's the exact thing. It's this clay animation where um, it's just the Simpsons at home watching TV, and then just uh, this this it's it's all silent. The only thing that's playing is a song, and it's very eerie. And oh. yeah, that like just whole video captures the exact thing I'm talking about with home invasion. Not something like um, what was that 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 like recent movie that came out with the red suits and the scissors? Us. Yeah, us. Not like us. Like I mean, something like that. But I well, like, more re- like real life situations like where a, it's like it's just it's you're on un- you're an unlucky family in an unlucky home, 
there's a home invasion and people are now trying to hurt you and your family. Yeah, the, the, like the the home invasion I'm talking about is just people that just hurt for fun. Yeah. On random families, and it's a real life thing that happens. Well, how do you do that, honestly? There's um, people can be sick. Yeah, for some it's the same people that wear like these animal masks. For context, like though, there's this claymation of like The Simpsons. I don't know where it came from, actually. And essentially, it's like The Simpsons minding their own business, and this like these people. Wasn't it masks? Probably yeah, masks. it was. They were in animal masks, and they it, like break into the house, and they like it's this really. It's like very gruesome, but they essentially kill them all. Yeah, or like make them kill each other too. Well, they kill. Um, they they kill them all except in the last scene. Uh, the, I think the the ch- one of the children. I don't know. The, yeah, one of the kids. One of like the, the kids live, but um, then an officer comes in and shoots the kid by accident. Yeah. It's this gross scene, and ever since, like, not that, that particular uh, video, but just I've always had dreams where I'm in. I think a lot of my fears come from my dreams. Yeah. But um, I've always had dreams where they're home invasions, and the the avatar that I'm in, or my my dream person, um, is always left like trying to figure out where am I gonna hide, and it always ends off where they're right outside the door, and I'm I'm always like under like hiding under the bed. And in, in my head, whenever, like, um, I don't know, I'm in my own house, or I, I really start to think about that, I think, what would happen? Like, what were, where would I go? Like, what would I do? And, uh, you know, it's, it's just a sad thing to think about, like, the idea that, like, the, my family or my future family would be... I, I just don't like the idea of, like, camping outside now. But, yeah. like, being somewhere where I, there isn't more people around. Yeah, I get what you mean. But, like, um, how about you? Do you have any more, do you have any, like, more rational fears, Brian? Or, no. like, well, the paranormal one was kind of rational, considering it's, like, from actual events. But do you have any more, like, more rational fears? Uh, explain rational fears. I guess, like, quote-unquote, like, like, a fear of something that will happen that can actually happen. Um... No. Not really? Because, mm. like, I was going to kind of, like, touch off, touch off of, like, what Dave said. Because I have, like, I have a couple of fears, too. Yeah. Like, there's, like, what I mentioned before, fear of the dark. Mm-hmm. Weird fear of just, like, holes in the skin. That's just one that's there. Yeah. Um. What are other fears that I have? Because I know that I have a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, unquote, obviously. Where it's, like, one is less, more or less just, like, actual fears some of them are like i guess more like anxiety yeah or something along yeah. those lines is like one way to put it like um uh what's a good example that i can give like damn i'm like in the spot now and it's like i forget everything oh um that's how like the i was going through tiktok and there's a page dedicated to um like naming all kinds of fears and i don't know the name of this one fear. i probably have to look it up as, as i go mm-hmm. but it's this fear of um giant open spaces or something giant in front of you right that's what i was trying to think of i i when i, I think i i just it's a, such a fear i'm never gonna find myself in but it's a fear like nonetheless but whenever i think about it i think of like i think the closest thing i can relate it to is when you're in the pool and it's a giant pool and you think like a shark's in there and a giant shark that's practically yeah. the, the mouth of the pool like just i don't like the idea that like um, I am so small compared to, like, a Everything whale. Else. Yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Because, like, for me, there's, like, there's, like, um, it's rather than a weird fear, like, an actual fear of, like, I can't be in that space, it's more, like, it makes me nervous for one reason or another. There's obviously the whole just, like, I'm afraid of the dark. Like, and when I say that I'm afraid of the dark, I mean fully, like, like, I sleep with lamps on in my room. Like, I don't sleep with the lights off at all. I don't like being alone in a dark place. It gets me very nervous very easily. But something that I'm also weirdly afraid of, I feel like maybe as of recently it's a thing, it's just long hallways or long, like, corridors or, like, a long street. And just having it be, like, it's just, it just goes down for, like, a while. And then, like, you, and, like, there's, like, a small, like, ex- a nervousness that's, like, what if there was somebody there just, like, at the end of that hallway and they're just standing there? Yeah. And we're just, like, looking at each other. I also have a very big fear of being the only one to see something. Oh. When, um, 
for example, um, I don't think I have a very big fear of the paranormal. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like something that I'm af- like not a like I don't think it's something I'm afraid of in a sense of like it's something that like I sit there and I'm like I hope I don't like what if yeah. I see something and I sit there and I I'm scared. I'm obviously scared in the sense of like I want to see it. Yeah, but like I'm like, scared in a sense of like it's a fear fear. Like yeah, like it's not a fear fear. It's more like, like the usual. Just like if it happens, I freak out because I've uh-huh. had I've had instances um along those lines where it's like where it's like something happens and like um and it's like it's not explainable and it's like it's just weird or stuff like that like i've had that happen to me a couple times as like especially while i was growing up yeah i have this weird like it's like a little it's a actual fear of just like being the only one to see something yeah and specifically when i say that i mean like paranormally Mm. i mean like i'm for example the only one to see something move yeah. For example. And it's going to sound pretty mean, but the reason why is because my idea is, like, if I'm the only one to see it, I'm the only one to be at- to have something attached to me. And, oh. and it's essentially just, like, I don't want to go through that again. Yeah, you're just, like... It wasn't, like, too <laughs> horrific where it's, like, traumatizing, but it was pretty spooky. You're just, like, why me? Yeah, it's, like, I don't... Not even, like, why me. It's really just, just like, like, I, I, hope there, I hope that wasn't, like, a thing. Yeah. Like, for example, especially when I was younger... Mm. I've essentially developed this kind of like this kind of like um I guess fight or flight response is one way to put it. Yeah. Where if I see something and it's weird out of like the corner of my eye, I've essentially trained myself to keep on looking forward and pretend like I didn't see anything. Oh, okay. To avoid something like that. Yeah. Whenever I'm outside looking outside the window, whenever I'm like looking outside the window and I'm like scared of something like happening while I'm over there, for example. Yeah. Like in a car, for example. Mm-hmm. I'll, like, look outside and I'll, like, I'll, like, essentially tell myself, if I see something, we're not going to look at it. Yeah. We're not going to pay attention. We're going to make pretend like it wasn't there. Yeah. But I have a very big fear of just, like, I notice something and I'm with other people. Yeah. And no one else sees it. Yeah. That, for me, like, I never really knew how much it actually scared me until, or, like, people, or, like, you see something and people don't believe you. Mm-hmm. That to me, like that situation in a horror movie where it's like nobody believes you and people think you're crazy. Oh, that to me is like that is a legitimate fear. Yeah, like it legitimately puts me in like a state of panic. Mm-hmm. Um, to be um to give an example of like one event that had happened, I had this room in my house that's still there. I still live in the house that had this weird en- entity attached to it, and we knew it was malicious because. It would make my chest feel heavy. I couldn't close my eyes in that room. I couldn't turn my back because it always felt like something was behind me. Yeah. I had moved from that room to upstairs. I always thought it was something like it was a new house we had just moved into because we had just moved in there. Don't know where it came from. Could have been something that was already in the house because the house was old. Could have been something that followed me from my old house because I've had some situations where I might have invited something in. Yeah. But essentially, I had moved to the room upstairs, was completely fine, slept fine, didn't have that anxiousness anymore, thought it was over with, thought I was fine. Ended up going back to that room downstairs because it was the only room in the house with air conditioning. Was about to fall asleep, same anxiousness, nothing is in the room. I always thought it was because of, like, dolls that I had in that room. Mm-hmm. Even with it completely empty besides, like, a bed and a dresser, I still had that horrible anxiety, like, in my chest of, like, something feels wrong. I'm, like, drifting off to sleep, and I see this figure at the foot of the bed from, like, the dresser, from, like, the dresser to my right to the foot of the bed right in front of me. This figure, pretty much on all fours, like, scurry from the dresser to the foot of the bed. And I remember, like, I remember, like, sitting up very suddenly and being, like, there was something in here this whole time. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. There's something in here this whole time. Walking out. Mind you, there's nothing there when I get up. I walk out of the room, like run out of there, and my mom was actually in the in the living room, and she was sitting. She was like just sitting there, and I was like, "My, I can't sleep in that room." And I was trying to explain to her what I saw, and she tried to tell me, "No, no, it was just you were just seeing things." And I still remember, I was I was so scared and so panicked that my stomach dropped and my mind went blank. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you ever felt that where you get so scared that you can't think. Yeah. Like, everything goes blank. There is no thought. It's just, like, this feeling of, like, it It feels like a very, oh, God, kind of feeling. Yeah. I've had that happen to me before, and I still remember immediately 
going into a panic and essentially desperately begging her to believe me because oh. the idea of her not believing me and me essentially being the only one who knows was horrifying yeah the second time that happened was when because there's two spirits in my house there was the one that was in that room and there's one that's like a white figure that's just kind of there mm-hmm. where as far as i know it's pretty chill again as far as i know but i remember this one time i there was like this little like label printer that my stepdad had yeah and he said that it was on the floor we he was mad he said it was on the floor i'm thinking oh it must have fallen from like where we were sitting in the dining room yeah it was like in the middle of the hallway upright just kind of sitting there oh like no reason on how i could get there people thought it was my brother but my brother was in his room the whole time yeah he was just kind of chilling in there my stepbrother isn't really the type to lie about that kind of stuff and then he went to the basement and then i was the last one to leave the room and go to my room so it couldn't have been either of them and mind you it's not like this is like in the hallway like it could have fallen there it was like in the middle of the hallway on like the other side of where the table is yeah like no way to get there unless someone picked it up and moved it right and you probably would have even heard it too yeah you probably would have heard it if it fell first off and then like it was to the point where, like, our parents were getting mad at us. So it's, like, at that point, people would just tell the truth and, like, go about their day because that's what they were saying. Right. But the thing is that nobody did it. Yeah. And then, like, I think the biggest thing about that is that I was just, like, I'm going to... I still remember being dead ass, being, like, I'm going to be completely honest with you. There's spirits in the house. I have a feeling it was them. My stuff that doesn't believe in that kind of thing. Yeah. And he fully sat there and he's just, like, don't stop fucking with me. Like, you're being ridiculous. And I still remember, even then, that stomach drop and, like, flash of just, like, they don't believe me. Yeah. Or like, I probably sound crazy. Something about that is just horrifying to me. Yeah. Because I guess it's like the thought of just like, if I say something, I'm fucked. Yeah. If something happens to me, I'm fucked because no one's going to yeah, believe no anything one, I say. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I do. It's I'm doomed, essentially. I can't get help. Yeah. And I guess maybe that's like something that puts me into that kind of like anxiety. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, um, I figured out the term it is it? uh megalophobia ah yeah of course isn't um, it like a fear of like man-made ob- objects that are like underwater no that's um i know it's not that but i think that's like yeah a yeah thing. that's a fear that's a fear no but uh, i'll i'm showing an image of the comparison between an astronaut and what i'm assuming is, is like the tunnel like the tunnel to like the underneath of a rocket ship that's fair right i can see how that can be seen yeah it, it's horrifying oh i have so much to add um to, so, to, much to, so much to add um uh I, I, I can see how that might be like, like, you know, the idea of like, I saw this or just I'm alone in this yeah. and it was up to me or, um, and just no one believes yeah. it. I had an experience once where, um, I call it a glitch in the system, but, uh, I don't know. It, it, I never, I, I think I only brought it up to one person just because I, I, I like just, I let it go mm-hmm. in my head. Um, and it was this in this instance where I was in school and, um, the schedule I had followed in, um, I was going to gym. Uh, and the way that my school is set up, there's two doors you could go to the gym. One door is honestly not that bit longer than the other door, but it's really just whoever wants to go through which, whatever. Um, so when I walked into this gym with, um, let's, let's say the right door, uh, no one was there. And I remember I was like, wow, I'm, I'm really early for once because I'm usually a late person. And I even walk around the gym. Like, I walk around the whole thing maybe because I'm, like, I'm waiting for them. Um, and then I I decide, you know what, they're probably downstairs, like, in the cafeteria or something. And I walk out through the left door, the other door. Uh, and then I meet with my friend. And I'm like, hey, oh, my God, where is everybody? Because I was just there for, like, five minutes walking. And she was like no everybody's there and I'm like no no one's there I I was literally walking or in there and then um we turn around and we walk back the door I came out of and everybody was there and everybody was like already playing and I I just I felt so gross I felt so horrible because I'm like no I I walked around this empty room. I I was literally in this room. And it's not even like the hallway that we were walking past. Like the the door I walked out of wasn't like, like, how do I explain this? I walked out that door, saw my friend and walked back in and everybody was there. And I kept asking around, like, where did you come? (laughs) Like, 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 did you not see me walk in? They're like, no, I didn't see you walk in. You never walked in. 
and it that that like moment I just like I've I've always was like oh I probably didn't see <laughs> I probably missed um everybody I don't know what happened or it could have been like oh I walked in and like I was early came out and then all of a sudden everybody was there it maybe was, everybody just got set up a lot faster it was so weird because it like the way that everybody was is just that they were like it wasn't like they just came in like they, they were, were there already for like a while. they were already like in activities people were already on the side it was a loud room when I walked in when I turned around I would see silhouettes of the people in the window and I'm like that that doesn't make any sense I was just there um oh but yeah that was my addition and uh I I'm personally someone that also doesn't really believe in paranormal activity uh just because of what my brother has done um whenever I used to get afraid of that like there's a ghost in here like oh my god what if it's a ghost or right? just some sort of I always would just say ghost for things that I didn't know what it was yeah. and my brother would always say like these things he would say one um why didn't the ghost get to me first or your parents since like uh his room was first before mine and I, that wasn't what stuck to me what stuck to me was um you aren't special enough <laughs> for a ghost to kill you <laughs> who do you think you are who do you think you are that you're gonna get murdered yeah. get over yourself bro yeah he was like who do you think you are for a ghost to come into this specific address to your specific room and to kill you specifically who, who are, what are you? you special yeah what are Fuck you special you. yeah and he just kept telling me that like you're not special enough for <laughs> to a be ghost <laughs> to kill you stop that whenever you think someone's out the door remember you're not special enough. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> and in, so my, funny. in my head, I was like, that makes so much sense. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. You're right. I'm not special. <laughs> Holy shit. And ever since, any irrational thought that I was like, oh my God, I, I'm so scared. I, you know what? No. I'm not, I'm not special I'm enough. I'm not special enough. I mean, and <laughs> and that's just, that's just how like I've always... um thought it as um of course when people tell me their paranormal experience um i 100 believe it even though it, it goes against how i personally like believe like even if i am like i, I don't really like if i i never experienced um any personal thing i'm sorry yeah. paranormal thing as much as i wanted to I, like my whole life i've always wanted uh, a paranormal experience and then it's people who have talked to me they're like no you don't you don't know what the fuck you're talking about yeah that shit's not fun i don't know what you get out of that and uh, since then I'm i mean like, i've never i've never gotten mad like that but yeah. it's definitely one of those situations like ah, yeah you know like you don't you don't and you know? at this point like it's I, like it makes for a great story but it's you but don't being in the, being in the moment of just like my porcelain doll moved its head and i never knew when no one else in the house yeah. knows that the head can move but it moved and, and here we are yeah never since then it's I've, very like i've Ugh. never yeah i never thought about like i, I, I don't want yeah. that i don't i want still that. remember there's like there was one specific thing that had happened to me when i was younger that ended up giving me nightmares for like years 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 years, no. years. and it was like because i always had a bunch of porcelain dolls and like dolls and stuff like that uh -huh. because my family would give them to me because i collected dolls from different countries it was like a thing that i saw on disney channel oh and i was like God. i want to do that i had two porcelain dolls and one of them was i think thrifted actually which is not a good sign yeah. by my grandmother she gave it to me and that one for some reason Gave me the heebie-jeebies like crazy. Oh, God. I've always also been a very firm believer of respect the dead, respect the spirits. Yeah. Never do anything to anger them. Or encourage I, oh, them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I've always been the type to, like, I give them the utmost respect, like, completely seriously. And I never, I would never fuck with them. I would never bother yeah. to. I would never try. And I remember this doll specifically essentially gave me that kind of, like, unknown fear that I would specifically give it special attention and give it special care so that I knew that I respected it. Yeah. Because <laughs> this one time, it's it's happened like three times by now. The first time was when I was in my old house. Picture it. All right. It's this little like porcelain doll. It's very pretty looking okay. with like curls in it, with like ringlets in its hair, a bow and a big puffy dress with the like shoes on and everything. Yeah. And you're, it's like in like the corner of your room, like to the far like corner or something like that. Uh-huh. Usually, it is facing forward like your closet or something. Right. One day, you think to yourself, I'm going to walk into my room. You go up to your room, you open the door, and when you open the door, you're making full eye contact oh, with it. Oh, uh-uh. I, like, opened the door, oh. and it was moved. And I was, it was like I opened the door, looked at it, and it was making full eye contact with me. Like, yep. full on. Like, I looked at it in its eyes, oh, and I still gross. remember as a kid, like, 
closing the door and going to the living room to just kind of sit there like nothing happened and then refusing to go back in there. I would have sobbed. I would have. I, like, my brother told, like, my mom told me, oh, your brother and his friend went into the room and they moved it. And I was like, oh, okay. And I calmed myself down at some point. Walked in, saw it again, got, like, kind of spooked, moved it back. And I had nightmares about it moving for, like, years after that. Oh, the thing is, is that it happened again when I moved to my new house. This is the same room with the whole, like, dark entity thing that ran to the foot of the bed. Yeah. One day we were cleaning. I walk into my room, and it's the same situation. I make full eye contact with the thing when I, the moment that I walk in, it's a weird situation. I'm, in the back of my head, I'm like, well, I was cleaning this room. I picked it up and put it on the bed and to clean the table and then put it back. I probably moved it by accident. Yeah. So I go back and I'm just like, whoops, I'm, it's weird that I would have moved it like that. That's wild. Moved it back, went about my day. Two weeks later, we're cleaning the house again. Okay. I still remember I was like, um, kind of like moving stuff. I don't remember if I was moving it. That was a big thing. I don't remember if I was cleaning it or not, but it didn't even matter. Mm-hmm. It was the same situation where I opened the door and it's staring me in the face. And I'm just like, I don't remember cleaning it, but yeah. I literally said out loud on purpose to act like I didn't know what was going on. That's weird. I must have done it again. The coincidence. I went to go up to, I still remember, I went to go up to the doll to essentially move the body back to like where it's facing oh, the closet. Oh, you touched it. Oh, well, yeah, it's mine. Yeah. I like essentially like picked, I like um essentially was about to move it to go back when I realized that it was facing the way it was supposed to. The body was facing the closet. It was the head that was moved to turn to the door. The thing about it, though, was that I had tried to move the head in the past. Because I had that thing for years. Okay. The head was always way too hard to move for me to, like... Like, it always felt like I had to put too much force on it. Because it felt like it wasn't able to move. It felt like it would break if I did. Oh, don't tell me. Ew. I literally... Like, mind you, I didn't even know the head could move. My brothers don't fuck with it. I don't think they're going to move it because, again, it was too hard for it to be a thing. And you moved it so easily. Literally, I ended up going up to it, and I was like, oh, it was the head. Moved it. It moved smoothly back into place. And I still remember, like, moving it, fixing the hair, acting like nothing happened, and walking out. And immediately I was like, there is no explanation for that. No one knows that the doll can move. I didn't even know that the doll can move like that. It's not like I dropped it where it can, like, get loose or something because it's porcelain. If it dropped, it would break. Yeah. Meaning that the only explanation is that it moved on its own. And now I just live with that. Yeah, no. Uh, the por- the paranormal and just dolls, like, as much as I don't really, per se, believe in it, I still don't fuck with it. Like, it, like <laughs> I, I think because I'm also superstitious. Um, I was going to bring up this, this like out of place thing which it's still in fears but it's more rational fears like fears that like they're stupid they're more like anxiety based but i don't know i Mm -hmm. feel like anxiety based has the wrong title so they're grapes and i've told brian this but i just refuse to eat grapes alone because um oh my god not my poor mom but my mother has like traumatized me with this and um just every time she's put grapes in my lunch she's always like cut them up into pieces and she's always says don't laugh don't talk with these or else you choke and, like, she said it every time she gave me grapes. So now it's, like, every time I'm given grapes, it's I feel like I'm going to choke. So I can only eat it in front of people. Because if I eat it alone, I'm going to die. And that's why I have a fear of, like, living alone. Because what if I'm choking? And, like, there's just nobody there. And there's nobody there to save me. What am I going to do? The hymic on myself? I'm going to die. You actually can. You it's can. Possible. But I don't even know how to work, like, a microwave sometimes. So does they all, I'm going to save my life. <laughs> If I can't work a microwave, how am I gonna save myself? Yeah. No, I totally go with I totally go with you mean. There's a lot of weird irrational fears, but there's also a lot of weirdly like rational fears, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like my ladies in the instead of the listening to the podcast can understand that I feel like we all collectively have a fear of being kidnapped, being attacked, assaulted, stuff like that. Like, essentially, like, a weird fear of, like, men at night, specifically. Or just, like, people at night behind you, specifically. And the idea of getting, like, snatched up, because that's just a very, very real thing. Stalkers is a big one, because I've heard so many stalker stories, yeah. too. Oh, God, no. The idea that, like, you can just, like, have a stalker one day, and then they go, they're they going to come after you. And, like, you'll never know. 
or the idea of just like you can be walking like I've always been very afraid of like walking alone at night yeah because it can also it can go into like me being afraid of the dark but it can also be just like I really don't want to get assaulted yeah that's not that's not a way to go yeah not a fan of that one yeah that's really sad if, like, your your biggest... The fear that is so common is just, like, you know, the dark or, like, what's in the dark is so overpowered by... By the idea of just, like, what if I get assaulted? Yeah. <laughs> which is, like, very, like, um... Which is a very real fear that I feel like a majority of people have. Yeah. But there's also, like... I don't know if it counts as fears, but I guess... I never realized... Like, it's not that I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. But I ended up realizing that, that when you have anxiety or, like other like or mental illness that shit gives that shit makes fears up for you (laughs) i'm starting to think about that that shit makes fears up for you out of nowhere for no reason yeah for um explanation um we mentally ill in this house (laughs) i for one specifically i think i mentioned it before on the podcast that um i have ocd (laughs) that comes from my ptsd and I didn't know how to explain it before because I didn't even know I had it. I fully thought, yes, this is normal. Yeah. I have had points in my life where I ended up having a full-blown panic attack because I thought somebody came into my room and touched my bed sheets when I wasn't there. Yeah. Like, completely irrational, no reason for it. And then it's like, why does that scare you if they touch your bed sheets? And then literally the explanation is because the germs are on there. Yeah. Not even germs where it's like bacteria, germs that don't exist. Yeah being on there like they're that mean that if they're there and they touch me and they get on my body something bad will happen to me yeah and that's just like a thing that i just kind of live with yeah there's also like the whole hand washing thing like it's so weird how like anxiety makes like it literally makes up fears for you like i storm i know that there's like sometimes where like i'll be overthinking a situation yeah and now all of a sudden i'm afraid of being in this situation to the point of like sitting there with anxiety for a couple hours yeah and now I'm just kind of like, well, yeah, you're freaking looks out. like I made my I made myself a fear. I made myself a new one yeah. for lunch. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Loved the taste. It was delicious. Thank you so much. I can't wait for the next one. Um, it's like it's so yeah. it's so weird because it's like a, it's a legitimate feeling of like like that pit dropping in your stomach and full on just like I'm scared uh-huh. or like nervous or something along those lines. And it's just like it it specific like it's specifically in a sense of like it doesn't come from anything when i say it doesn't come from anything i mean that there is no reason for me to be afraid of this other than it's my overthinking yeah and nothing else yeah nothing else but just in this moment it's like i am horribly afraid of touching the surface of like wall specifically without having any hand sanitizer because blah 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 blah. or like some other bullshit like that it's like a it sucks. Yeah. But, like, like being anxious. It's, like, there's weird stuff that, like, not necessarily that we are, like, afraid of or that yeah. we have phobias, but essentially that we end up developing small, like, nervousness around yeah. because of whatever. Like, the whole thing about yeah. you being afraid of grapes. Like, you would have <laughs> never had a fear of grapes if it yeah. wasn't for what your mom said to, you, <laughs> God. to be completely fair. Yeah. No, like, it was just, like, every single time, like, she's just touched or showed me a grape or just, like, I want grapes. She's just kept repeating that, like, you will choke. You're going to choke you're gonna and choke die. And die. So now you're just like, okay, I'm going to die, die if I eat a grape and I can never eat grapes. Got it? Yeah. Got it. Um, another, like, uh, thing that just, like, I don't know why it bothers me so much, especially when I was younger, was just crooked doors. And doors that just either, um, they had a gap in between them where you couldn't close them, so you're just always swinging the door. Mm-hmm. Or doors that are just bigger than its frame. So the door, like, you can't shut it because, well, it's bigger than its frame. And for some reason, I have a big fear of um, my very, like, my childhood home. And my door was like that, where it was swinging open because it didn't, like, it didn't fit the frame. And I remember vividly crying because I just, I didn't like that it didn't fit. I didn't like that it wasn't together. Closing. Yeah. yeah. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. And I, I grew so frustrated. And I think I grew to things that, like, if it doesn't fit or if something just doesn't, like, if I don't like the way that does something i don't know how to explain it just doors in general or or i just i i'm leave i'm left with such confusion and i hate being in confusion because i, I just have like a whole panic attack honestly i felt that yeah i hate not being I in control up, of my situation 
Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like not being in control is something I also get very afraid about yeah. personally. But I also ended up. This is very recently, and it was more because more so of in a dream, where I have a feeling I might have a weird anxiety or a weird fear when it comes to the idea of me moving back into my childhood home. No. Or at least like the house that I lived in before. For context, I have quite the bit of trauma. You know, fancy word for you know. I got some spicy memories. Yeah. Some spicy you got memories. Some that character make, arcs in there. I got some character arcs and plot points inside yeah. of my life, and I had a dream. I've always had dreams of like whenever I'm in my house, and whenever I'm in my house, I'm always in my old house because I grew up there and I was there for a very long time. I've only been living here for like maybe four or five years compared to the other house where it was like maybe it's a solid six, seven, eight, almost ten. Like it was for a very long time. And I ended up having a dream where we're back at the house and we're talking to this girl who's like going to move in. She kind of looked like my cousin, kind of didn't at the same time. Very confusing. Yeah. And we're trying to explain to her, oh, this is our house with the same kind of like haha that the kids do. Oh. And even though I knew for a fact that we didn't actually live there, I think at some point she said either do you live here or do you want to live here? And I broke down into tears because the idea of living in that house again was horrifying just because of what happened to me. Yeah. There was something so weird about just like, it wasn't even like I was scared of the house per se. Just what happened. But it's just that what happened there, for some reason, the idea of living in that house again made me break down crying. It must have felt like you were going to relive what happened to you. The thing is, is that even the idea of reliving it is kind of like, that's kind of dumb it's like the characters and the events that had happened were young people and it's like i was like i was a child yeah like it's it's like i can't imagine it happening to me again because i'm an adult and i handle it i handle things the way adults do yeah but your rationality says otherwise i mean you're not wrong yeah you're not you're really not wrong but it's like it's it was so weird because it was like it was so weird to just, like, have multiple dreams in this house and being like, yeah, I live here. And then, like, actually being asked, do you want to live here? And then immediately being, like, gripped by, like, fear and, like, tears and just, like, everything awful because the idea of living in that house again was just so awful. Yeah. Meanwhile, I had lived there for, like, who knows how long. And, like, wanted to move back, too, for a good amount of time. Yeah. Now I don't want to. I can't imagine. Yeah. Because it, it strangely enough, is just, like, there's something really nice about dealing with what I went through mm-hmm. and essentially like going to therapy for it and just not like n- essentially the idea of just like I can walk around my house and I don't la- I don't have to look at a certain space in my house and relive something in my head. Yeah. Like stand there, have it like like vividly in front of me and vividly remember it and then have to walk away and pretend like nothing happened. Yeah. It's like I can't do that. Because we don't have that sofa, and we don't have that house. Yeah. So, fuck them. Yeah. I don't need to deal with it. It never happened. Yeah. Not a healthy way of, ex- of dealing with it, but you get what I mean. Yeah. But it's like, I I don't know. I thought that that was, like, some very, very weird. Where it's like, it, like, fears is, like, something that, like, obviously we have, like, more rational or irrational ones. But the fact that they can come up so easily and so randomly. Yeah. Or just, like, stuff where it's, like... You would have never really thought that you'd be nervous about this. But all of a sudden, in the moment, you're just like, this makes me extremely uncomfortable. And I don't know why. Yeah. Like, that to me is just wild. We're going to wrap it up. Yeah. We're going to wrap up our little... that was a tangent. That was a... Well, not really a tangent. It kind of went into... I feel like we kind of touched up on, like... We touched up on the whole idea of fears and, like, the usual concept. And then fears of just, like... It kind of leads into other stuff in our like lives. specific things. Yeah, that we don't really think about. Yeah. It's like you would never think to yourself that anxiety and shit that makes you anxious is a fear because you d- you see it as something that's irrational and you know that it's not something to be nervous about. Yeah. But you're still sitting there kind of scared. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. Cool to think about. Food for thought. Yeah. Brian but now, wants- Brian, wants to, Brian wants to tell us a little something. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 Um... Yeah, we're not going to do the book session today. Um, we're going to do it on our next podcast. If you're guys, um, if you new listening here, uh, me and Dave does this new book session. That we read a book and we commentary on it as well. We already read ahead. Um, as of people are listening, we were assigned, um, assigned a book um, named Bur- Words on the Bathroom Wall named Julia Walton. 
mean, Dave reads it. Naomi just commentaries on it. Um, I like listening. Yes, and now she knows everything about it. Where I've been the first eight chapters. <laughs> the next four, um, we're, we do, do every four chapters because it's a pretty small book and chapters go by fast. Um, so, we, next time, next podcast, we'll be talking about chapter um, 9, 10, 11, and 12. So, thank you for listening to What A Waste Podcast. We're... And make sure you follow us on Instagram. We're still new to this. It's episode 8. True, dude. It's like episode 8 right now, right? Yeah. No. So essentially to just kind of like, you know, give us some feedback. Follow us on our Twitter, on our Instagram. Exactly. I like, it's, um, is the Instagram what a waste or waste an hour? Or is that the other way around for the Twitter and Instagram? Twitter is a waste an hour and then um, Instagram is what a waste. Yes. So what a waste, waste an hour, Instagram and Twitter. You know, give us some feedback. We are kind of new to this, even though it's like episode eight. <laughs> so we'd love to hear what you guys have to say. And we just love to interact with you guys. Yes. So thank you so much for listening to What A Waste Podcast. Where we waste an hour of your time. So, so you, you don't, don't have, have to. to. See ya.